You have arrived at your destination. Hey, Jay. Hey. Why is it bad luck to have a deer fox on your ship? Why? I don't know. I don't know either. either. In fact, there's not really much lore about deer foxes. It's a gaping hole in this whole uh, plot in this in this uh, season, isn't it? Yeah, for such a huge world building hmm. show. Such a such a shame. Such a shame. Well, we're not talking. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. I, I, obviously, the show is bad. So we're yeah, not, we shouldn't talk, talk about, about it. it. No, that's not true. Uh, we're talking Hilda this week on Animation Destination. Destination Podcast and Animation Celebration Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Cartridge Tanker, Brandon Jones. I'm here with Jay Rice. Hey, guys. And we are here to talk about Hilda, season two. Season two. On Netflix. Uh, Hilda is a wonderful little show that we enjoyed season one uh, all the way back in 2018, mm-hmm. I want to say. Yeah, oh, gosh. It was that long ago. Yeah, yeah it was two years ago. Way to build um, anticipation. I know. I really hope that they worked on like season three in co- coinciding with this season I as well. I would hope so. Yeah. Because so. I don't think I can wait another two years I know. for I, this beautiful like, other show. Like one year, that's fine. I can wait till like next January to, yeah. to che- or next December to check this thing out. But like no way I can like, because this is a great show. This oh, is absolutely. probably my favorite show on Netflix. Um, I, it's, mm. it's up there. It's up there. It's up there. It's definitely if, up there. If, if it's not my favorite, it's up there. Like I'm trying to think. Like Dragon Prince is up there. Dra- oh, that's God. that's probably but, my favorite. Yeah, but animated it wise, might, it might be it might top Dragon Prince a little really? bit. Really? Yeah, like it's that good. They both do amazing world building. Fantastic, and great stuff. celebration yeah. of mythical creatures. Yeah, but I, I just I really love like I've rewatched Hilda. I think more no, I probably watched them both the same amount mm. of times. Yeah, because I've rewatched both. The, I think I've done the same about the well, same. I'll have to really judge it because I've watched, but I've also had two years to rewatch season one. That's true. <laughs> like, whereas season, whereas season three, books one through three of uh, of uh, Dragon Prince, had been a much shorter time frame in between those. So. We're gonna have to do an analysis. We will. I'll, I'll have to do a versus. They're uh, to, they're both pretty amazing. <laughs> I should probably do a countdown episode where I just talk about the best animated series on Netflix. That'd be a good episode, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, we can talk like where does Voltron place? Where does she replace? Ooh. Where does where does Carmen place? And you know, where all, yeah, that's gonna be that'd that's be a good episode. Yeah. Be a good episode. Anyway, all right, write write that down, Secretary. I don't know, Callie, write that down. <laughs> She's not gonna write anything down. Uh, but anyway, uh, we're talking Hilda this week, and before that, let's get into our animation recommendation, which I just mentioned at the a uh, few seconds ago. Carmen Sandiego, Woo. season four. Oh, I can't wait. Dropped their trailer uh, yesterday, as of this recording. Um, it's probably out. Uh, by the time this episode hits the airwaves, we will almost be uh, to when. When is it coming out? Uh, April, January 15th so oh okay actually I want to say it's probably if this comes out on schedule 
it will be tomorrow. <laughs> they like, they do not like tomorrow. to let their shows like linger. Well, that, whenever the trailer comes out, exactly. Yeah, for some reason, like yeah, Carmen like comes out like like it's like two weeks before the premiere for some yeah. reason every time. Every time, it, very bizarre. I, like, I'm okay with it. Yeah, right. And, but it doesn't like give me enough anticipation right. to appreciate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's interesting, but I don't know. Uh, well, but still, it, can't wait for it. Oh, absolutely, season four uh, or season three point five. As season three was only five episodes, this one is eight episodes, which <laughs> makes up the the thirteen, which is the typical number of episodes you yeah. have. Uh, but they did this with Voltron. They were like, "Oh, there's seven seasons of Voltron. There's five. <laughs> so yeah, there's actually or eight eight seasons or whatever they did. But they they split it up into like seven, six and seven episode seasons, which is not quite enough in my no. opinion. Like, but. It's good for shorter stories, right? And like if they if they want to tell tiny arcs on top of yeah. larger ones, that's okay. Yeah, and also they had the whole series kind of finished and ready, mm-hmm. uh, not entirely before they put it out, but they they had it all ordered and, and and ready to be made. So having frequent smaller episodes, you could have it frequented throughout the year, which exactly. is nice. Uh, whereas with Hilda, we waited two years <laughs> in between. So very different th- studios. Th- yeah, there's your there's your trade off. And uh but you know, like that's what I'm saying, like for like uh things like Hilda and and Carmen and Kipo and there's all these different oh, studios gosh, doing this. I forgot about Kipo. Kipo's great. And that studio Mir, who did Cora, you know, yeah. so it's just the, stu- the like these studios are doing like great work and they all look different like, oh absolutely like uh uh then um uh wonderstorm which does um uh dragon prince you know yeah. like that's completely different from you know uh, kipo or hilda from yeah the... exactly so i i just love the fact that you get different looking things along with all this and mm-hmm. i'm really excited for carmen Can't which has for... really been an issue for a lot of modern cartoons for oh, a while because they yeah. all kind of adopted the same yeah uh like very basic shapes, big and, eyes, and, and you, you, American cartoon style. Exactly. You kind of still see that in, with a lot of it. And it, it happened with the Hanna-Barbera look, too, like yes. back in the day. And the uh, the Hanna-Barbera, everybody kind of had that same like mouth line that Fred and, and, and George Jetson, they all had yes. that same exact mouth, and they all had the same exact framework. And But yeah, like you, you sort of homogenize how a cartoon looks because you're... You have the successful ones, and exactly. then you, you you start to mimic the successful ones. So like everything kind of looks like Steven Universe right now. Oh, I know it's it. just how it is. You know, but now like, we see but, other studios branching out, and yeah. testing new things. Exactly, yeah. And I would say like Hilda's probably the closest to that type of look oh, out of the ones that we have. But you know, but then you have stuff like Superhero Girls, uh, DC Superhero Girls, mm-hmm. which is a lot closer to kind of how Carmen looks. You it's know? also so, uh, it's kind of uh, in between Carmen and Kipo. Oh yeah, because yeah, of the very yeah, angular yeah. characters. And, and it is in in every sense of, of the in every sense of the phrase Lauren Faustian because uh, yes. Lauren Faust is uh, is the creator of it so and she has a very particular look and I love Lauren Faust. Look, oh, absolutely, so, she um, does phenomenal, job. fantastic work. Uh, good job, Sony, letting her go. Um, <laughs> idiots, <laughs> I can't get over that. I man, I really would love to like get an interview as to like that going away, like the um, uh, uh, she was going to do a movie for Sony yeah. uh, called Medusa. And it was Ooh. like it was like in production. There was a logo. She was working on it, what? and they just axed it. They just are they throwing money down the toilet? I know, right? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and then also like at that same time, they were like, "Yeah, Gendy Tartakovsky, we're not going to do your original idea that you want to do either, what? because you know you're a genius too. Yes. So we don't want you to do anything." Yeah, Sony. Sony was so Sony Animation was just like making all the wrong decisions. 
and then they made Spider Verse, and I yeah. don't like. Like, it's how did like, they make that I, on, and then get rid of those two? Because they people. let they let a person like actually do their vision on a, sh- on a on a on a movie. Yeah, and they should just keep doing that because they still yeah. have Gendy Tarkovsky doing work for them. Like, oh, do they really? Yeah, he still like he still like uh, directs like the he directed the last. Uh, Hotel Transylvania and stuff. That's so, right. You know, I he did that. yeah, he did all three of the Hotel Transylvanias, which is like the best part of the Hotel Transylvania movies is yeah. the, the motion and the and the direction. Um, but yeah, so huh. it's it's crazy to me that they have like that talent and they just don't want to utilize it. It's, That's uh, but just insane. But then I have to give them props for Spider Verse because that was. That one of the best movies. One of the best movies, and it looked different from anything else, and mm-hmm. that's what I want. I want things to look different. They don't all have to look homogenous and look the same, because oh. I can enjoy things that are different. And uh, and that's variety is the spice of life. Exactly, and that's why I like Carmen, and I can't wait for Carmen to be back because I, I love the 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 really. It honestly is like the the plot of Carmen is like surprisingly really good. Like I didn't expect that at all. Like what we, we talked <laughs> we talked about it both seasons. It was like season one they had like a big twist at the end of season one that was mm-hmm. like oh I didn't see that coming at all. And then there was another like kind of twist at the end of season two that for some reason I was still caught off guard by because yeah. I just wasn't paying attention to like oh this show's actually smart <laughs> weird so the next season i'm like all right i think i'm gonna be i'm gonna be prepared I'm for this prepared for whatever. they haven't done anything and that may be why they split it up into two two quote-unquote seasons seasons yeah so that you have time in between to kind of forget about right yeah but the previous I, it's, it's super setups. smart yeah and it's like oh it's just a dumb kids show no no nope. it's not no nope. <laughs> it's not it's just gonna it's gonna put you right. on your butt <laughs> yeah so apart from like the uh you know the characters and the and and the 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 decent writing, like the look of the show is what I really love about Carmen. It's so good. It's uh, yeah. I absolutely love that 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 soft line. Everything's a shape. There's not really many lines in the in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything's a color shape and and defined by the colors that are around it. Love it. Absolutely cool. But that's it for Carmen. Uh, for now. Go, yeah, for now. Till we do an episode of that. Uh, go check out that as it comes out. I think probably tomorrow if this goes up on schedule. Uh, but what we're talking about today, Jay, uh, and it's too early for an ad break, so we're just going right into our topic of the day, which is Hilda. Uh, Hilda season two, I should say. Um, uh, did you like it, Jay? Oh, I loved it. I did too. It was phenomenal. It, hold, it holds up so beautifully to the second, to the first season. Yeah, absolutely. It, the, I, I think uh, the start of this season is um, kind of perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you remember the first scene of this uh, of this season. It's um, so it's kind of like this this kind of sprawling look into Trollberg, and you see like little cars moving, this mm-hmm. soft music or whatever. Uh, and then there's an elf elf's house that's on a little piece of moving like moving land that like has wool that has like feet. Yeah. And, the, and the elf is like, Help, I'm and then <laughs> you just see like Hilda's red boot like kind of like stomp into frame. And like and like chase after him into heaven. It's like and it's just like that's perfect. Like yeah. it's like you get this identifiable thing, her big red boots, you know, just kind of plop into frame. And it's a great cold open for yes. an already established character. Exactly. Yeah. And like even if you like hadn't seen season one, like you kind of get the gist of what's going on right exactly. here. Exactly. It's weird. There's a little elf man being carried away, like she... on on a thing. But here comes Hilda. It's a weird magical thing, and she's gonna help. That's yeah, the she's that's, that's what she's gonna do. That's know? what she does all throughout the series, yeah. and she, yeah. she should be introduced as that. Yeah, it was great, and just, just like that, that that identifiable, like her boot coming down into frame and things like that. It's it's a perfect opener. Like I could I could break down that opener into like a whole 
like ten minute video. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> that works. Um, which I need to start doing nowadays. I, I, now yeah. I think about it. I need to start getting some video content up there, people. But um, for now, let's just talk about Hilda season two. Um, and uh, what are the things that stick out about this season? I would say um, they definitely explore uh, witchcraft a lot more, yes. which I was really wanting from the first season. When, yeah. when once it was introduced, mm-hmm. I yeah. love because we're on we're on the episode of the witches. The anyways. witches, yes, yes, the, the witch, as it's called, the witch. Yeah. And I I like the idea of a relatively secret society yeah. of witches right yeah under under trollberg yeah around around, around under, Trol- they're in a, a dimension aside trollberg yeah. yeah exactly and so, they, i guess they do go take stairs down so we can they say do. under it's yeah, under so we can it's say under, under. Yeah. and yeah. they explore like not only because the librarian is obviously a witch yes, in the first season. Which and we kind of, like, we always, like, kind of, like, it's a great little thing. Because, like, she just sort of shows up and, like, tells her where to find witchcraft books, yeah. you know? Like, but they don't really say that she's a witch. No. But, yeah. But, but they yeah. establish, like, what level of witch she is. Like, yes. She comes off as this phenomenal expert of magic and, yeah. the, and the world around them. Right, but... or like, at least more than these kids would know. Exactly. Yeah. But in reality, yeah. she's, like, bottom, bottom yeah. tier. Yeah, yeah. She's not that, yeah. She, well... It, it, it's it's very interesting because like again the Kaisa is her name the mm-hmm. librarian Kaisa. we finally get a name for her uh, she always has been the librarian uh, I was really excited when I saw the theme song because you had like you know they had the little like mural type situations that she kind of scrolls past and you had Kaisa and the witches council as one of them I was like ooh that looks fun and then episode three we get it so yes. um, but uh, what I like about it is uh, you know again you have this. Uh, the witch, ep- the witch episode's really good because, uh, I guess we'll just go into that episode. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? So in episode three, uh, but what's really cool about it is you have them go through these trials and you kind of get this sense that like, you know, Hilda, like she did like the, the, the witchcraft with the, with the, the tide mice, tide mice and stuff like that and almost ate her mom's soul. Uh, <laughs> just accidentally. <laughs> just accidentally. No. This, no. this show's weird. As children do. <laughs> As children get up to. Um, but you know, and so... Uh, you have this situation of uh, them trying to find this overdue library book, and if they don't find it, then Kaiser's is going to be sent to the void mm-hmm. by Lloyd, which I thought was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd would open the void with a little tiny base. Like how? First yeah. off, how cool is Lloyd? Yeah, because he, yeah. he, he, oh, like, he looks like the <laughs> bass guitarist yeah. of a metal band. Yeah, that's what and he is. Just yeah, just part Lloyd. of this magical society. Lloyd. But he, he opens up the void with his with his little loot, and it's funny. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. They ever mention the fact that Lloyd opens the void, but I feel like that is deliberate. So. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, uh, um, but yeah, she's gonna get banished to the void if they don't find this overdue library book, right? Um, Kaiser knows exactly who has it, even though she doesn't really want to go yeah. there. So you think there's something interesting about it, blah blah blah, uh, or something weird about it. Uh, but what I do love about this episode is you you have it sort of like okay, Hilda's obviously this like magically impromptu kind of person, etc. But it turns out that actually it's it's um uh, what can I think of her name? Uh, oh, uh, 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 Frida. Frida. Couldn't think of her name. It's a, uh, it's Frida. Frida. Yeah, Frida. Uh, Frida actually has a better mind for the idea which, of what's going on, which is phenomenal. So, because right. even though Hilda is familiar, no pun intended, uh-huh. with all this magical uh, 
mm-hmm. what to do. Right. Uh, and she's had probably the most experience with it. Yeah. Uh, it's Frida who has the mind for analysis mm-hmm. and like all the organization that actually goes into witchcraft. Right. Because like witchcraft is sort of like the control of the chaos kind exactly. of thing. So, Whereas like Hilda likes to just dive right dive into in. it. She's the she's experience. <laughs> the life of an adventurer. You know, it's like she she dives into things. So. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, like, so the more adept person to do it would be, would be Frida, because she can actually study properly how to do all this stuff. But, obviously, Hilda's instincts, like, you know, end up finding the library book, yeah. uh, there, you know, the, it, it's this very, it's this very good balanced kind of, kind of run between the And two they things, explain so. that in a good yeah. way by making Hilda the familiar to Frida. Right, yeah, which is yeah. boring, but that's it, it, it is <laughs> for, boring. For Frida. It is. Because, because if yeah. I want a familiar, I want something to sit on my shoulder yeah. Like, it's like I want like an animal. Well, you want a best friend, and yeah. that's what Hilda is. She's trust. And they, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that uh, Hilda isn't like jealous or exactly. bitter towards Frida yes. about that. The because... whole episode, they don't, they don't go into like a like a like a bitter war about it. It's yeah. just sort of like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like you know, and, and, your decision to yeah. like think about this logically, right? Perfectly like complements yeah. my chaotic little nature, right? Yeah, so it, it, it it's a lot of fun. I I do love that. Uh, you know, we get a bunch of reveals in this one we get the witches council who are mm-hmm. you know these stuffy not evil by any stretch no no just, no just the, but it, it is funny because they're just like well, to the void they're always trying to throw people in the void <laughs> like what like but then it turns out the void is this thing that hungers and it needs yeah, to be it, fed it, and it's like it's not just like they are casually <laughs> i love that freaking bay yeah, <laughs> with right. one string one string <laughs> Uh, uh, but, but it yeah. does need to be fed and the uh more dramatic of the council the yeah. one woman uh yeah. It's like they concerned be... about everything. Yeah, yeah, she's very, very uptight about all of it, and uh, you know vo- the void needs to be fed. But then I, I like that it, that we get to explore Kaiza, explore Kaiza, and like her uh, timidness towards magic because she's not very good at it. Or but her teacher, uh, which is Tildy, which is Hilda's neighbor, yeah. who she doored on, so she door. Uh, you know, did the the ding dong ditch uh, prank? Oh, I forgot about that. Was that. All the way back yeah. in like episode like three of season one. Yeah, we established like, early. I know, right? Yeah, and, and then this character turns out to be like this super powerful witch who taught Kaiza how to do magic. And <laughs> you know, it's like man, this it's the show just piles on the pieces all the time. It it's, does. it's great. To it really think. creates a small world within this. Yeah. Mythical. Yeah, a large world within this small world, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and you know, they, they of course like work together to solve everything, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, it, it introduces Tildy um, to being like this super powerful witch that even has like basically like, you know, tenure over the witches council because yeah. like, they're like, oh, to the void with them. And then she, and they're like, just like, no one's going to the void. Like, you hush. And so she's just like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> it's just funny to me. I'm tired of you all. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, you people. It's, it's the worst. They even do that in the Jorts episode. They come back to it, which I love. It's like, oh, I forgot about that. They, ar- they argue literally the entire time they're trying to just, like... Get them, they... get them tied mice, and they come back to Tildy and the council still arguing after they've done their entire adventure. It's like, oh man, it's pretty great. It's a good, that's a good conclusion, though, because right, it yeah, just shows yeah. how like, just keep going. how politics is not the answer to right. this chaotic little mess. Right, exactly. So, but yeah, I, I, I love the witch, and then uh, great songs in this season too. By the way, mm-hmm. um, they have phenomenal songs at the end of every episode. Uh, this one uh, is called Witch's Wand by Shel- uh, by 
what is the name of that uh, group? But it's a great little song, and I'd never heard of it before. Um, but uh, it, it, it's at, at the end of this episode, and like they have a lot of great songs, um, mm-hmm. and, and I love it. So, well, the music really knows how to fill the atmosphere of the of not only each episode, but like the characters themselves, and kind of explore like what's happening and how mm-hmm. these individual people are affecting the right uh, scene. Well, Friggin' uh, uh, Sloan by Sloan, which is Juan by Sloan, but uh, at the end of uh, at the end of um, uh, the windmill, um, like uh, with uh, with uh, Victoria Van Gale mm-hmm. uh, when she returns, at the end of that, uh, there's there's a song specifically made for that thing by um, oh man, why can't I think of his name? Uh, <laughs> dang it! Uh, but yeah, it's it's called uh, "This Is Nowhere" uh, by uh, Peck. Um, uh, name oh it's gonna drive me crazy again but uh yeah and, and it's made specifically for that uh and oh man it, it's 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 great music this season like, mm-hmm. i absolutely love it um but uh yeah uh the witch the witch is a, is a good one because it, it explores the 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 world of magic as it were and so and what it takes to become a witch exactly. because it it really puts frida on the path mm-hmm. of like exploring yeah. magic yeah. as a part of the world which we I'm, got we got a little bit of that in season one too, when she was um, when she was hanging out with the teenager and uh, that's be- right, yeah, and beca- like trying to be like basically become one of the the dream people, the dream yeah. eaters or whatever. So yeah, so shoot, yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good little foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then I, I do like that. Like Frida kind of gets a thing to do now. She gets to study magic. Yeah, <laughs> so she gets to study, which to is a good a- little addition to it. Yeah. I like, and they do a good job at exploring each uh, the kids' what? little interests. Yeah, um, because they do that not only with Frida but also David. Yeah, David, and yeah. he has his own little episode. Yeah, which, I, which is great. <laughs> it, it, it's cute. I yeah, like it. It's it was awesome. Fun. Uh, back to the original episode, which I thought was good. Uh, the uh, the troll circle, mm-hmm. which uh, the first episode we get introduced to uh, Eric Alberg, yes, the the new antagonist, quote unquote antagonist, and it was nice because like yes, he's an antagonist, but he's not like a an objectively like evil person. Like, no, he, he, like he has machinations, yes, but he's just kind of an idiot. Yeah, and he's just looking for he's, glory. He's a glory hound. He's a glory hound. Um, you know, but. Uh, I kind of wish they didn't like have that revelation at the end of the episode that he was like this, you know, like like kind of a scummy. He's antagonizing dude. the trolls on he, purpose, right, to try and get people to to like so that he can have like this whole like you know uh, bolstered appearance of like protecting people from riled up trolls. Like you know, I, I liked the idea when he was first introduced because um, first introduced like they come over to Hilda's house because she's won a contest yeah. and it's like oh you get to come with us on, a th- on, a, on an adventure and like yeah. and Hilda kind of takes a, you know, a little bit of a shine to him it's like oh cool we get to go do this thing yeah, I get to be a part of security and he even says to Hilda's mom like such is the life of an adventurer which is one of her first lines in episode one exactly back in the first day so it's like yeah. oh cool so you have this like kind of like this sort of aspirational figure that Hilda mm-hmm. may be will go towards and then finally kind of see that like maybe that's not the way she wants to go because he's very obviously like a blowhard idiot like right from the start. oh absolutely <laughs> like like maybe not like you know actively like like he he comes he comes off that. as the uh uh the idiot hunter yes but in that he doesn't actually know much anything about <laughs> if anything about the uh mythical world that he is 
like fighting against right or protecting 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 humans against exactly um despite having a actual heritage in that he's what related to related to the the alberg guy who the school was named after exactly yeah and he uh but then he, it, I, I agree because I wish it was built up more in that later in the season it was revealed that he is antagonizing the trolls on purpose. Right. Yeah. Uh, rather, and yeah, they do they do enough of like uh, story building to where it's yeah. okay that they kind of let, let it slip. Right. Yeah. He's yeah. just talking to a child at this point. It's right. It's not really going to amount to anything to him. Yeah, and th- th- that's the other thing is like they have this setup, and then the second episode is Hilda trying to big- dig up dirt on him, mm-hmm. and then they kind of just kind of let him go for a little while, mm-hmm. and he kind of just shows up every now and then. So it's like they didn't quite commit to him being a, an antagonist, or they didn't quite. I don't know. It was, it was interesting, but it still worked. Uh, he still worked as a character, I think, mm-hmm. um, very much and, so. And yeah, it and, makes sense for him to and, be there. Yeah, and and uh, they did a good job of like in that first episode, the very first episode, where she's running after this plot of land, and she goes outside the the she goes outside the the wall and finds a circle of trolls that are like really close to the wall, yeah. and you have all these like congregation of trolls that are like kind of getting close to the wall, and like something's going on. And they don't fully explain what that is through the whole season, which I like. No. Uh, which might be explained with the next <laughs> with the next season. Uh, but like something's happening with the trolls. They're getting bolder. They're getting more like. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize what I did there. But yeah, but they're getting like they're getting close to the walls. Uh, you know, they're not trying to breach them or anything. But like typically, they never really went there except for the yeah. one that was looking for their kid. Yeah. You know? It shows it shows the trolls because they've always been established as kind of a monstrous force right yeah and now they especially towards the end of the season mm-hmm. they've kind of uh, been established as a uh, communal yes uh, creatures yeah mm. uh, they have yeah. relationships but we yeah. it's only teased at the very first episode of the second season right yeah because they're just kind of like yeah. slowly congregating right and and what i do like is that like by the end of it we don't get like like oh trolls are completely misunderstood they're not dangerous at all well no there's still big hulking creatures that get mad oh absolutely <laughs> it's like yeah. Like it's it's kind of dangerous. They still have animalistic tendencies, right? But uh, they, they have a little bit more depth in, in into how they, you know, like, like you said, they're more communal. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some that are family, you know, more family oriented. There are ones that, uh, uh, you know, the. The, the, there's one scene where they're at the campfire and the troll shrills up and he just like kind of wants the jorts, yeah, you know, exactly. and he just kind of sits down and starts eating them. <laughs> like, and it's just like one frame of him standing and then. And then he's sitting like next frame. Like I love that. Is is a good bit. They uh, they also look uh, they look for some level of security too because there is one troll that uh, is going around and actually giving out food. Yeah, yeah. To other trolls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And then there's the two headed troll who's just a jerk. Yeah, (laughs) he's he's a big old. (laughs) And we get him in in episode one. He shows up a few more times, and then we get him in the finale, which is Mm -hmm. a great finale. I absolutely love Uh, yeah the finale of the season. It was. But after that adventure she has, looking at it, she goes back home, and we get like the first like indication that there is tension between Hilda and her mom. Yeah, uh, she's just sitting there waiting for her to get home so they can have dinner, mm-hmm. and she kind of comes in and she sort of just brushes it off, and then it, it's it's like it's like very like awkward because you're just kind of like oh this is gonna mm-hmm. like it's gonna be bad. Because she's just like, oh, you're over at David's? And it's like, oh, yeah, I was totally over at David's. You know, Not lying at all. Completely lying about the situation. And, and you know, Joanna's just kind of like letting it slide at the time. But mm-hmm. like, all right. like, And it's just, it, it's really well done. Because, like, they, they start it immediately. You get this tension yeah. about her adventuring being this 
very big prickly situation in her home life with her mom. And um, like a lot of other cartoons would very, very easily just shrug off that because yeah. it's a children's show and right. they're not going to worry the kid, about the intimate relationships between yeah. child and parent. The kid has to get into the adventures. So, exactly. the, the, so the parent is just pretty absent in a yeah. situation. They don't, they don't like, really care that much. Right. But or yeah. they do and it's not a yeah, they don't, yeah, exactly. pinnacle part of their relationship. Precisely. And, um, but this like very much explores like how Joanna is feeling about these situations and mm-hmm. knowing her daughter is lying and knowing her daughter is going on these advent- these dangerous adventures. Because even then, when when like the the story that she wrote the, the that won the the trip with the with Alberg and them was about the troll encounter she had in the yeah. first episode of the show. Her first confrontation with, with real danger, yeah, which she never told her mom about and like and she even kind of was like you didn't tell me about that you know it's like and it's just like oh all right yeah Mm. you know and uh you know and hilda is just kind of like just kind of like playing it like just kind of like throwing it off like it's not that big of a deal no but she's in real danger on a regular basis right and it's like and not only that just like kind of tossing off the idea that her mom is worried you know for not really a big deal it's not a big deal mom it's like whatever it's like i don't tell you about every little thing it's like almost get eaten by a troll that's a little thing you know it's like you know it's like but that's but that 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 sort of goes into building as it goes on. It, it, I think it's 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 a great build. It's a great uh, it's a great way to show different perspective on yeah. uh, what it means to be a child exploring a magical world and an adult who actually just lives in it and mm-hmm. actively tries to. I'm not going to say ignore it, but right b- tries to avoid dangerous situations right. if at all possible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and. They, they do a great job of, uh, you know, building on it. And uh, I, I, we'll get to it when we get to the finale. Oh, think, yeah. I got uh, a lot to talk about. It, that, it's so good. Uh, yeah. Uh, that happens in the first two episodes. We get the Draugen, which is just another another Woodman episode. Woodman's, the, Woodman's the worst. It's just how he is. The absolute worst. He's like, worst. I don't want him to ever leave the series. No, absolutely because not. Because yeah. he, what, he, what he brings is yeah. just... A terrible character. <laughs> no, he's so good that no uh, one does yeah. anything about. <laughs> no, yeah, he's just he's just awful. He's just an awful, awful person. But they they keep running into him, and uh, oh man, it's so funny. Uh, he manipulates Hilda into helping yeah, him. He manipulates everybody, everyone, <laughs> like including everyone. In, like a full of grown adults who are pissed at him. Right, yeah, it's like, the worst. Then convinces Hilda to get them to shrug him off. Yeah, exactly. It's oh man good time but uh eternal warriors is uh david's episode yes uh we get the manitar episode as you called it yeah it, uh, it is it totally is the manitar it, from, from gravity falls it explores uh like the concept of toxic masculinity well in it, in, in, in a way yeah in a way yeah well it it, it 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 runs into the idea of like you know like what you know like f- fear is needed that bravery mm-hmm. is needed so absolutely is, so is fear yeah, you know, it's that that balance in between, you know, that that, that you need, um, and uh, and it works because uh, you have you have David who's like you know scared all the time. He doesn't want to be scared all the time. No. Uh, who would want to be? Uh, and then you kind of he runs across conveniently runs across <laughs> these these Viking Norsemen who have been battling for. I would say literal centuries. Uh, just, I think, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just because a swamp guy was mad at him for one <laughs> for taking a thing. 
So they've been battling over this medallion uh, for... Uh, and it's the most petty thing, too. It is. And it's so funny because, like, they, they meet the swamp guy who's, like, doing this to him and everything. He's like, well, they stole my thing, so I'll just, re- re- I'll just revive him, and then they go through it again. And it's just like... <laughs> and then after they're done talking, it's like, oh, it sounds a bit sounds a bit crazy when I say it out loud. <laughs> <And it's> like, <laughs> like, like, it's just like, he's been doing this for centuries, but then he just kind of thinks about it for a second, like, wait a minute. Why am I doing this? This, isn't, this like, probably isn't too good. Yeah. It's like, why am I doing this? I like that it features a uh, <laughs> Star Trek weapon. Yeah, it's got the, 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 the Batleth from, yeah. uh, from the Klingons <laughs> in it. That's pretty good. It's, it's got the Batleth. It's uh, great. I noticed I that it. too. But it is funny because like whoever has the medallion actually does like not have uh, uh, any fear. Uh, they're not fear of di- they have no fear of dying, no fear of you know anything like that, um, and that team that side always ends up losing the medallion because they're not fighting with any kind of fear. Mm-hmm. They, they're completely they, they're completely reckless. So yeah. you know they they, they end so up, they take the most loss. Yeah, they take the most loss, and then they get the medallion, and then everybody gets revived, and then now that team has the you know none of the none of none the, of the smarts. fear yeah, yeah none of the fear, and they they lose, and they take the medallion. And it, it it's a great little bit, and uh, you know, obviously David is on one of the sides of the people. That, and like, there's you know. nothing there's, and they this whole show does a good job of exploring like a lot of uh, Norse and other yeah. like Northern European mm-hmm. myths, yeah. but like and stuff like that. This is a this episode is a perfect example of like Valhalla, yeah, where the Norse gods are constant or the uh, dead are constantly revived, only mm-hmm. to fight again, fight again, yeah, and exactly. It's, <coughs> it's simplified. Yeah, uh, so beautifully with just this medallion and this random swamp creature that's right, yeah. doing all the reviving. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's not really a Valkyrie doing it, is it? No, uh, not at but all. Yeah, it is funny because like they have they, they even work in like like dismemberment. <laughs> yeah. Like of all of all the shows I've watched, right? This is the last one I would have expected right? murder right. and dismemberment yeah. to occur in. But they have like these lightsaber type weapons that kind of just like it's no so cool. there's no blood. It's just sort of like is glowing and stuff like that. Yep. I, I, it's a lot of fun. Uh David gets his head shot off this episode, <laughs> which freaks me out. Oh man. I love David's scream too. Yeah. He, has that, he has that a few times in this episode. Very, it's a, it's a very David scream. Very David scream. But it's, it's yeah. so perfect. But it's a great it's a great little lesson, you know. Like fear is needed. Yeah, all that stuff. You know, you don't you don't want to be consumed by your fear, but you no. definitely don't want to get rid of it. And uh, there's pro- and and also it's a good little exploration of like you shouldn't. No. Uh, change, you are you are who your friends became friends with. Yes, exactly. You shouldn't have change yourself yeah. because of how they reflect on exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's a good little episode, and I it, and it's a good one for David too, because David, you know, he, he, the, he deserves a little like does, reflection. Yeah, to see he needed an some episode. Character growth. He needed an episode, uh, and you get a little bit more of that in the windmill afterwards because mm-hmm. he's. Uh, he kind of gets painted as into being the cynic a little bit, <laughs> which he has every reason to be. Yeah, yeah, he gets painted into being the cynic, uh, which it, it's a good final line or whatever because like he's the one that's like saying that like you know uh, Victoria Van Gale is a crazy person, which yeah she she is she absolutely she is. absolutely is a crazy person. She um, freaking Frankenstein's. Uh, uh, wait, it's interesting because like yeah she's like crazy, but yeah. like she's not maniacal. By any stretch, no. But it, it's she's it's like just... she thinks what she's doing is like, oh, this will this will work out. Like, yeah. and she's always just doing like these terrible decisions to 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 make things right. You know what I mean? She's a impulsive princess bubblegum. Yes, very much so. Very much that. Um, yeah, and and uh, 
yeah, it, it, but it's so good because, like, you know, Davis is kind of like, she's crazy. We don't, we need to get out of here. And, like, everybody doesn't believe it. But at the end of it, they kind of like, oh, I guess you were right. And then David kind of says, no, you see the best in people. And that's probably a good, good thing. You know, yeah. it's like, and, you know, it is. So it, um, it's a very good quality to have, yes. especially among your friends. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's also a very complicated situation with her because yeah. she doesn't have moral foundation yeah well yeah she what's weird because like she does because she has regret about the thing that she does yes but she's not within the moment able to classify what's wrong in the moment she 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 thinks she has a she she has a a look at the quote-unquote bigger picture that she's trying to get to without any any like viewpoint of what she's unraveling as she's getting to it so, yeah and that's kind of her problem is it's very princess bubblegum like you said uh you know like it she she's she's very she's she has blinders on she, oh absolutely she, she she's sees a situation. full-on tunnel vision yeah yeah <laughs> and when she the fact that she makes uh a freaking uh what do you call them those uh nissa nissa she makes one of those out of like fur and a skull and a, like it's just like it's horrifying like what a what a terrifying yeah. thing turn up as a nose oh my god like, but it's like this creepy little thing that, like crawls around and like does her bidding and it's like oh it's like nissa are a lot yeah. creepier when they can't talk yeah exactly they, yeah and like, they're always just standing behind him like it's in david's room and like oh, crawling no. up on the ceiling like oh my god this is horrifying. It uses the uh and then it's like I forget what was even her plan. Like I know she was trying to well, use the like empty space. Yeah, the no yeah, the, the no the nowhere space, the that, nowhere space. that the Nissa had. But she, it was basically just like like the like they're not using this. We can use this for like all sorts of things, you know, that yeah. you know, for the stuff and it's like it's not supposed to be used for any of that. It's yeah, you know, like we're not even supposed to be in it, you know. Uh, but you know she kind of Hilda uses on a daily all the basis. time. She and, actively, but I like avoids that. <laughs> but that's what I like is like, like again, like because like Hilda is not a perfect character by no, any stretch, she, by any means. She, no, she, she's, she's horrible. Well, I mean, she's not horrible. Uh, okay. She's not horrible. She's, she's but a kid. She's, she's, she's a, a child. Kid. She's a kid, and she's flawed. And you know, and, and like, and she's very flawed. She's kind of bratty. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's kind of a bit of she, especially in this season. She. she she's very headstrong she knows what she wants mm-hmm. and you know and, and she thinks she knows like the better the best way to get around it and which is probably so, why she gets along with van gale so perfectly. right yeah exactly and well and that's the thing but but yeah and but it's sort of that that again she's kind of staring into a mirror with her in a few ways and she yeah. doesn't quite see it until the finale you get uh, you get those good lessons you know uh, even before the finale we get she gets two she gets two of them which i also like because like you don't just get one lesson in your life and then you're changed forever. Right? Oh, absolutely! Like, like you're still gonna make the same mistakes. A- Aesop amnesia is a thing. Yeah, like, exactly. People have to. It's true. Yeah, develop like, because, habits to because, become better people. Exactly because you, you've you've developed your entire life to have the personality you have. Mm-hmm. If you have a flaw within that personality, you don't just fix it after one well, realization that we, you had that. Personality. We would not have the villains yeah. we have. If yeah, that were true. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you think? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, do you think that? Do you think I stop procrastinating when I notice that I procrastinate too much? Oh, no, absolutely not. More. <laughs> I still procrastinate. Like I shouldn't. <laughs> like, but I do it all the time, and it's, it's just it's, it's and a it's character hard. flaw we accept about exactly, ourselves. and it's hard. Um, but uh, you know, it, yeah, but. And, and that's what I like about it is you have these several epi- two very good episodes that kind of teach Hilda that lesson. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you even see those like mirrored people like in Alberg's like his her adventurous side, and then you have Van Gale who has this like sort of like you know like oh using this for selfish gain, but having the idea that it's for the better good. You know what I mean? She has a she you has know? a rogues gallery. 
And she does. Yeah, that, of course. Of course she does. absolutely yeah. reflects yeah. who she is. Holy yeah. cow. It's I like she's, <laughs> Hilda is Batman. Hilda is Batman. It's very <laughs> obvious. Like, I think that was obvious from day one, honestly. Yeah, okay. like, who she's didn't know this? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, man. It's a good time. Uh, uh, the, the, the does that make her mother Alfred? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we can say that. Yeah, yeah. very. Because Alfred's kind of motherly anyway. He is. <laughs> He's very motherly anyway. Makes Snide's comments and right? just kind of accepts the yeah. BS that she, she, she told. She, protect, she, she prepares dinner for her all the time. Just yeah. like Alfred. <laughs> right um, but uh, the, the windmill episode has one of my favorite jokes in the whole thing. Is, uh, it, it just, I don't know. It, it just it's like the kid adventurer show kind of thing and it just takes a jab at it and I love it is when um, uh, Frida is looking for a book on, yeah. on her library because she's like oh, oh you're yeah. gonna have any of the book and she finally is like ah oh, finally got it and it's like when to know how to when to know when to and knowing when to leave and like having a fr- having an official thing and they just stare smash cut to her tied up it's just like it's a great joke that's just a great joke she's just hanging around there while they're discussing their plans to like do this whole thing and she's just standing right there and just like you know it's like, okay it's like, yeah, all right. it's like she knows yeah it's hilarious like it's, I love that bit that was that was a good little bit yeah yeah um I mean, I gotta look up. Uh, talk about this episode for a second. <laughs> it's like a, uh, but yeah, it, the windmill. Obviously, so what, what are they doing? They're trying to get the, uh, the the nowhere space or whatever, and they end up opening up a giant portal. Yeah, and she goes through it, and Hilda's like, "No, don't go through it," because. And then she, they end up in like this other dimension, and it's like, yeah, like... which they explore the nowhere space a lot in this uh, season, and it's a great build up to the finale on what. Yeah. the nowhere space is yeah slash yeah. like how it transports things yeah and, and the, again like they because we had the nowhere space with the dog episode yes. and then this episode last season and it shows that other creatures can actively can use it act- on a regular basis exactly if they know how to get into it how to access it and stuff like that um such as the big dog yeah. <laughs> like, um and Which, what happened to that uh they went off in the forest okay because then because uh tantu became the new nissa for her house. That's right. Yeah. And that's, okay. Yeah. But then their their Nissa went left with uh, with the dog. The other Tantu. Yeah. The other the other did uh, yeah. What? Oh yeah. They're all called Tantu. They're all called yeah. That's Tantu. right. They're all named Tantu. I forgot, named Tantu. I forgot that joke. You're right. Yes. They're all named Tantu. Yeah. Uh, which why are they just called the Nissa? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> they all just have the one name. Uh, it's pretty funny. But right. yeah. So y- you have that, and then they they get swept into this other world, which foreshadows. The finale, yes. <laughs> which is great, uh, but yeah, Van Gale and her weird skull living Nissa that she gosh. conjured from—it's so crazy. The grave—it's <laughs> like, oh my god! Did like, we wait? Did we see what happened to that Nissa? Is yeah, that still with her. Yeah, because like uh, when when she was going to think, like it tackled David, and David like ripped the fur off of it, and it was just a skull. And then, <laughs> then they kicked it through the portal, and then when she's in the other side of the thing, like the little skulls, like kind of like like just doing that and she just picks it up and sets it beside her and like starts petting it and just like oh my god but what a villain I know it. right but <laughs> but she's like all like sad because she's in this freaking world she doesn't know obviously like yeah. she doesn't know where she's at like but it, it it seems to be like the foreshadowing that she's just somewhere else like yeah not, it's not like a different place but the song this is nowhere is playing by mm-hmm. Orville Peck which is which was made for this show, by the way. It's oh, like, really? I yeah. didn't know that. Uh, Orville Peck is a great, like, very, um, uh, very, West, very 
old western type singer. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever seen him or anything. He like has this weird mask that like has like tassels on it. He's a he's a he's a character. But yeah. uh, yeah, Orville Peck is awesome. Uh, but and uh, he uh, he he did this song. I was looking it up because like I, I can't find this is nowhere by Orville, Orville Peck anywhere. And then I found it on Twitter, and he's like. This is a lullaby I made for Hilda, and it's literally him tweeting out he made this specifically for the show, and this is nowhere is uh, is that so, uh, yeah, it's pretty great. So, uh, love love Orville Peck, and uh, it's very cool that he gets to uh, do a song for this show because that's always fun to have original music for that. Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, uh, the old bells of Trollberg. Uh, this is the your your. your Kid adventure episode. Yeah, they're trying to ba- so. trying to break down all the all the all the bells are going to toll at once, basically, and like basically disturb every creature, every creature. around. <laughs> like, yeah, the wafts are going to. Like, like, <laughs> as Hilda learns, like in the very beginning of the episode, it's just right. going to piss off all the creatures and right. only cause damage. Yeah, I think it's also the is that what introduces the blimp? Is that what introduces the blimp for the uh, the blimp? Secure? Yeah, oh no! First episode is blimp. They, oh, they, first episode. Yeah, is blimp? they go on the little ride in, nah, in the right. first episode. Yeah, go on the little blimp ride. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, like the the budget for this protection squad thing. Why do they have a? <laughs> it's a small city that has a wall around it. I know, they don't right? need a blimp. They, they don't, don't need blimp. a Gotham blimp. I know. Yeah, it's a, it's a Gotham Patrol blimp. Yeah, but it's a, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I don't know. And how many how many security guards are there? Aren't there like two? Uh, well, there's at least four because you had the. They had the two that were introduced. There's the girl with the eye patch. That's right. And the big broad dude who's always with her, like kind of. Mm-hmm. And uh, like that's the ones that that I remember. Uh, that's the only ones that I. Which know. oddly we didn't see at all I, in the season. I, no, they show up at one. They show up at one point. They show they? they're, they're like in the background. I think in the the oh in the, the bell the, the bell episode yeah oh, okay in the bell episode they're like guarding one of the things but yeah mainly all we get is Greta and uh and uh, and Alberg that's pretty mm. much it which, which I love Greta which I like Greta and yeah. she's a good little uh, uh, reflection of. Uh, alpha, yeah, because yes, yes, she very is much alpha, uh, yeah. very much an alpha because she's uh, yeah, yeah, it's a very regulation regulation oriented. She likes you know, she so. likes her paperwork. Yeah, likes the paperwork, and then they have that really they build that relationship, which I like. Yeah, it's like oh paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Greta's cool. I like Greta a lot. Greta's <laughs> great, a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, so we've got uh, yeah, the, basically this is the adventure and brings back the the the, the bell guard guy. I forget his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bell keeper. The bell keeper. The yeah. bell keeper. Who uh, I think we both were like eh, shipping that with uh, Hilda's mom. Absolutely. A little bit, right? Like, <laughs> like, I feel like that's going to be season three. I feel like they're going to meet up. He he seems like they they yeah. get along well. Right. He has uh, same inclinations as Hilda. Mm-hmm. They're familiar with the myth mythos, but yeah. he also doesn't want her to get in danger. Right. Anything. Yeah. Like there's a little bit of that. Yeah. They have that little because he never interacts with Joanna like once. The whole no, thing. not but at with, all. But with Hilda, also uh, he likes cucumber sandwiches. He likes cucumber which, sandwiches, which is both Hilda and Joanna's sandwich. So, yeah, uh, I'm just saying. So I'm just saying, yeah. If, if we're gonna get Joanna into some dating next season, if we got any kind of theory, I'm just saying that just go with him or Gil Jones. I'm cool with Gil Jones too. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> from the George episode. I love I, Gil. Okay, old I, Gil's great. <laughs> I want her to start looking around dating. Right. Find Gil. Right. Realize that's not what she's looking for. <laughs> no. And Gil. then find the bell tower. Gil's guy. a good guy. <laughs> Gil's a good guy. You know what? If she if she chose to go with the bell tower, Gil'd be totally fine with. Oh, absolutely. Gil be totally fine with it. Because he just Gil, accepts everything. Gil just goes with the flow, man. Gil just goes with the flow. I uh, love him. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's that, that you show a little bit more of the bellkeeper. So that's like kind of the the 
pretty much the only continuation kind of part of it. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, then we get into the Beast of Cauldron Island, uh, which is literally Cauldron Island. The actual <laughs> beast is the the island is an actual beast. That's right. Okay, I was trying to remember a, what it was. It's a was a kraken. Yeah, it's a big kraken. Yeah, big, which I like the design for that. They yeah, didn't just make it an octopus. They right. Made yeah. it like a an island an octopus. island <laughs> it's like a big island octopus but yeah bring back the lindworm the lindworm shows back up the uh the the trollberg elves show mm-hmm. back up uh i forget their names uh their that tribe name I that tribe was, name yeah. they're they yeah they do a good job of like yeah coming into battle yeah they're like, it's a battle scene <laughs> uh they're a lot of fun um yeah and but that but this is the episode yeah. where we get the uh the confrontation between hilda and her mom this is like mm-hmm. the first time uh, because, you know, she basually like has been lying, you know, lies to her mom, lies to her mom, lies to her and mom. And her mom knows she's lying. Knows actively. that she's lying actively. Uh, uh, sa- says she's going to a beach cleaning thing with the, uh, with the, with the scouts. Um, her mom contacts the scouts. Contacts the scouts and, and says, knows, knows that there's not one. Comes back in, uh, and she says like, oh, it's like, how was the beach trip? And then says it and just like, ah, you know. Yeah. It's, she, it's a great. She yeah, sets her up to, for, to give her a chance, give her a chance. Tell her the if, truth. If she comes in here and tells the truth, I'm gonna let this slide. But yes. Nope. She lied. So, and it's a great little bit uh, because you know Hilda being a child. Yeah. You have to remember and, Hilda is a child. You know. And so. that's actually that's what a, a lot of children do. I remember doing that to my parents. Mm-hmm. They All would the get ticked oh, yeah. at me yeah. for lying to and, their faces and you'd be mad at them even though you lied yeah exactly <laughs> it's like, it's, it's child logic. logic it's child logic man it's just like well look i you know because you, you, when you're a kid you want that freedom you want exactly. that ability to be able to do something and now with hilda she's been put in a town where she used to have the the freedom to go across the woods and everything right? yeah and now she's in a town it's behind a wall she can't leave the wall there's a lot of rules oh, there's a lot of rules she can't get so it, there's a lot of confrontation with you know with, with her way of life her lifestyle and yeah. uh she's acting out against it uh in and lying to her mom and you know basically just doing what she wants to do because she knows better she knows herself better than than, than anybody else and blah, blah blah so but then you know like her mom's worried about her blah 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 she, so can, she gets grounded. she can handle the danger exactly so she gets grounded yeah. and you know finally she gets grounded uh, which and yeah and i like that it in in the next episode that yes. show it really shows uh joanne's like conflict of yeah. like whether or not she's doing the right thing exactly. by grounding it, her it's, it's a great moment i i 59 the 59 year is my favorite episode of mm-hmm. the season at probably of the series now that i think about it like i absolutely love the 59 year Hilda, uh, grounded, can't yes. leave, can't leave the building. Uh, Alpha is there to be, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like, so you're actually going to tell him, she made me sign a contract. <laughs> she has <laughs> to, he has to, he has to, you know, he has to. He's legally it. obligated He's to tell her. Legally obligated leaves. to tell if you, if you break the, if you, if you break <laughs> the, uh, the, the agreement. So uh, it's like, well, I she said, I can't leave the, 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 I have to stay in this building. It's like downstairs, technically still the building. Yeah. Cause she sees her neighbor kind of like going off and doing a thing. Anna wants to explore it because she's Hilda and she can't just stay in her room. Her curiosity is <laughs> yeah. her ultimate flaw. And it's the greatest opener to an episode too because you have this whole grounded thing and then it's like, she's looking out the window looking and out then the window, she turns away. Turns away and you just see and twigs on the windowsill and it's just like oh what a boring day and she like walks away from it and you just see her <laughs> running down the street with a giant worm chasing, chasing her. her and twigs like hmm? and then it cuts to the theme and it's just like oh my god such a great (laughs) opener uh love it 
uh, foreshadowing things to come. It does uh, a good job, and for so like good. for a time traveling episode, oh, like, yeah. you can't not do that. Yeah, because great. that's that's how you establish yeah, the whole the whole of, thing of what's yeah. going on. Yeah, so and, and it's so good because like they even like they even establish the rules like very well for mm-hmm. it. So there's this magazine that uh, her neighbor uses to go back in time and relive this one night of his life where he met this woman. Yeah, met this girl on the dance floor, and it was fleeting and slipped by him and he regretted it ever since but there's a bunch of him there yeah and that's every <laughs> trip that he's taken you know which yeah. i love you know it's, that, it's you don't see that yeah exactly things. it's like every trip that he's taken and like he kind of gets it like from that point it's just like all right that's the last time but they all do the same thing they go to this they go to this club 50 years ago in the 1950s 1960s yeah and they uh, just watch past and self. they just watch him dance with this girl yeah. and uh, and just like mourningly like ah, let this slip by and it's and just that he just wants to relive that night it's an old lonely man who wants to relive oh, it's it so it's, sad. it's so sad you want old people to be happy <laughs> i know right yeah and uh but then uh yeah so hilda like grabs the magazine and she goes does what back, she does does what she does intervenes. goes back in time and decides that she wants to intervene in this and and actually says like you have to go and you have to pursue it you have to get her you'll regret it the regret it for the rest of your life so he goes and then yeah. they get together but then that creates a time timeline a timeline that shouldn't exist yeah which creates the time worm to come by and eat it which <laughs> like, okay i like that there is a security for time anomalies right which sure. is just a giant worm it's going a giant worm thing. yeah it eats it it's like the it's like the langoliers you know that that <laughs> and i like uh alpha's whole stipulation that he can't tell his her mom <laughs> yeah because her grounding was for she can't leave the house that day. Yeah, right. At yeah, all. Yeah. But it's not, it's not that on the day, day. Not on the day of the grounding. It's like, oh, you are good with loopholes. <laughs> <laughs> you are good with loopholes. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, he, she ends up does she ends up does leaving the, the apartment because she had, she finds out we find mm. out and it's 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 a really good scene because like as she's running from the the worm, uh, two other you know like the, there's her other self which gets eaten her yeah. earlier self. Gets eaten by the worm, and then a future self gets eaten by the worm. You know, it's like, yeah. and it's just like, and it's like this really like, like emotional scene where she sees herself get eaten by. It, holy crap! It's, it's so messed good. up. It's messed up, dude. And then so she's like, so you know, she she's like seeing the consequences of her actions like right in front of her. Like, but as she's running back to you know to to her, her apartment, she sees it's where she left to go on the. She's trying to stop herself from going back in the first place. Yeah. So she's waiting outside the apartment, basically, for her mom to leave. For her mom to leave, and she sees her mom outside, like contemplating what she was doing, because she didn't want to be that type of mother, and blah blah blah, and like, so she sees her actions yet again, like this is what your actions are doing, and it's so good because it's just like it's laying out for her right in front of her, like, hey, yep. your actions have consequences to people around you, <laughs> like, yeah, this people is like, care yeah. and they want you yeah. to be safe, right, and. and- you have yeah. literally seen twice now. Yeah. <laughs> what happens when you right. are not saying Exactly, yeah. Yourself told you to do yes. this. Like, and they ended up getting eaten. So, you know. So, what it, a horrible way to display a conscience. I know, right? It's great. Um, but ends up, uh, she... <laughs> it's great. 
because she finds out that the la- that the lady that the guy was dancing with was Tildy. Yeah, which is great. Uh, which and which, that's and, which and I the, thought which I thought was like oh, it's a bit too convenient. But then you learn yeah, as we go she's on. The one who she's the made one the magazine who made the magazine happen. So it does make sense. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. So you know, it does tie back in. So Tildy, he so she ends up going to Tildy and like she freezes the time worm. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, and it's like, so why is it going about? It's like when well, it seems at some point I fell in love fifty years ago <laughs> and and got married. Any idea about that? And it's like there's on her couch, like in her house, because she's a witch. So yeah, she, she, like, she, yeah, she she's relative to the time. Yeah. Frame. So you know, and and so that's interesting. But it, it, but and then you have this really like touching moments of like. You know, they realize that they need to be the ones that go away. Like, they're the timeline that can't exist. Yeah. Otherwise, everything else gets erased. And so. it, it leads, leads to a very genuine moment yes. like of like them being <laughs> like, at least we had these 50 years. Right. One way or another. Right. Even if, you, even if we had to forget so it. so sweet. I know. It's like, we got and to live it. Even though I, I do like the it. fact that Tildy still remembers it. And she cherishes yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. it kind of leads to her no longer making the magazines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's a good little conclusion. Exactly. Yeah. And says hi to, to him. Uh, says hi to him as well. Yeah. Like so introduces herself to him. So like maybe there's. Maybe th- they'll have something. They'll have something. Uh, from from then on, and then yeah, I I hope that they I, even if it's just like a background thing, it'd be nice just to see them like on a date or something. Oh, that'd be cute. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love it'd be that. awesome because like you know like the it because like they set up that idea that like oh they could they can re they can live what that is uh you know later on so they can right. live up to what that is so that's pretty good. What do you what do you what do you like? She has car batteries powering her fridge. <laughs> <laughs> From Van, I, love the, that. I didn't realize that. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh so, my god. On the windmill episode, the Van Gale, uh, she has car batteries on her fridge. That's uh, as we watch these episodes in the background. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, I love this episode. I think it's phenomenal. I think it's great. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I like a good tight time script. So it's got to be tight, and uh, and it, it's a tight one. So. Yeah, it's very hard to do a satisfactory yeah. uh, time travel. Yeah, because basically, especially like, in a in just a random show, right? Yeah, it, basically, it, it helps to have something that erases the anomalies. Yes, that that's always the thing. Because then you're just like, well, what if that thing is this? It's like that's why the time worm's eating it. Yeah, because it can't exist. Oh, okay, yeah, right. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. The that's ultimate, like, uh, yeah, Deus Ex Machina. Right, exactly. Uh, but it started at the beginning. So it's not days. I know it's <laughs> that's not. Yeah, uh, but it's good. Time travel is confusing. <laughs> time travel is confusing, but but they also okay. So I like how this one also is a great lead into the finale mm-hmm. because that is what really tests her and yes. her mom's relationship. Absolutely, yeah. So we've got the deer fox, which is next. Yes, which is uh, the most emotionally smacking, oh. brutal, heart pounding. Smash you into the ground. If you're, uh, if you're not a little teary-eyed after this one, you are heartless. You're a heartless beast. You're a monster. Uh, but man, um, yeah. So it's just it's just kind of like shrugged off that Twig is a deer fox, and you never see any other ones. You just kind of accept that. Yeah. Okay, he's built yeah. his pet. Right. So you don't you don't really right. think anything of it. Yeah. But this one, finally, you finally get to see like. How Hilda met Twig, mm-hmm. why he's part of the family, mm-hmm. where he came from, yep. what happened to the other deer foxes. Where are other deer foxes? Oh, so where beautiful. Came... It's literally beautiful. It, it, I, I really don't want to spoil much of this episode. No. Uh, which, you know, if you're watching, if you're listening to this episode, why are you listening to it? Go watch this series. Yes. Uh, but yeah, like it, 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 it's a great little moment of, you know, like uh, Hilda having to deal with 
change in her life and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then ultimately, obviously, uh, Twig gets to stay a part of the show. Yeah. Because, of course, he does. Of course. He's the mascot. He has but to, yeah. it did a good job uh, kind of teasing that because oh, yeah. it's, it's a very children's oriented show that has dealt with a lot of adult things Mm -hmm. and as a lot of good children shows do uh, there are tends to be permanent consequences to that like hilda's house completely being broken (laughs) down and so they have to move to trollberg exactly which i understand is the whole plot of the show but right no character has left the series yeah permanently right yeah and we almost got that. We almost got that. <laughs> we almost and got that, yeah. I, I yeah. kind of would have been, like, I, I, I would have accepted it. I thought it was going to happen. Like, I, I, I didn't think he was going to come back, but yeah. then they, they did a great job of, uh, you know, foreshadowing the idea that he did because he did the same thing. It was great because they had uh, they had the scene where, like, you know, like, she helped him out of the, out of the hole that he was yeah. buried in, and then she saved her when she was falling off the cliff, mm-hmm. stuff like that, and, and but then... You learn how he ended up there, yeah, which was great, and it's like you know, because like, he was leaving with his, you know, with uh, his parents, I guess, or you know, the, yeah, the other deer his foxes, family. his family, the other deer foxes, and then he heard Hilda scream, and he just exited, and then yeah. just like on a, which apparently during this time, I guess, in a in a situation like, like during a, a the Aurora Borealis, he can. Uh, Ride the celestial rainbow bridge to wherever he needs to. Because <laughs> like, why not? Because why not? And there's uh, no lore about them, so sure right, they yeah. can do that. So and so he, he so he rides. He basically rides that all the way there, and that's how he just showed up on that cliffside, like mm-hmm. out of nowhere, uh, and saved her because he just rode this rainbow bridge all the way over to. It, it was awesome. Also, uh, this is another good episode that is like Hilda and uh, Joanne focused mm-hmm, yeah. because it shows them like having a small. A, a smaller adventure yeah. than later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it shows how uh, they both interact given a more dangerous situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when they don't have their safeguard yeah. of Twig. Yeah. Yeah. Um, both of them are a yeah. little panicked. Yeah. There's also that Crimson Wolf that's awesome in this episode, too. Where did he come from? <laughs> like, what a awesome. cool. Like, I know. It was a awesome. little evil creature. <laughs> it was awesome. I know. It was great. But. Yeah, that that was a good scene too, just because it was like, yeah, like uh, we're we're going on this like little adventure, and like they they like you know uh, Hilda's mom's like getting into it, and they're yeah. they climb down this thing, they go across it, and they're climbing up, and they just see this freaking crimson wolf. You're like, oh, whoa, do like, not move. <laughs> yeah, it's like don't move. Like whatever you do, we are. <laughs> it's like, there is a real yeah. danger here. <laughs> but it's uh, it's a it's 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 a great episode. I absolutely love it. Probably my second favorite of the. Probably my second favorite of the show, uh, but ah, the finale's good too. That's oh yeah, to say. I gotta say the finale is probably it uh, beats all, it all out. It's so good. Yeah, it but, had so much to it. Yeah, the, the fifty year night's still my favorite, but I think I think the stone forest probably takes over uh, the the deer fox because uh, yeah, we we still we still get we still get uh, we still get twig. He comes back. Oh know, yeah, and, and that's great. You know, because you, you gotta have twig. I gotta have twig. Gotta have twig's, twig. Twig's too cute. I gotta get not a twi- I gotta get twig plush. Honestly, how how uh, do I not have one already? I know I need to get twig plush. Uh, it's probably one in like uh, Hot Topic or something, but uh, or yeah, probably. I think it's I think it's actually there is merch for this. Is there merch I that I don't merch. own? I think there's merch. I'm upset with myself. I know, here. right? Uh, we got uh, we got pops coming pretty soon too, which I don't like pops, but. I'll buy it if it's uh, if it's a good if it's merch. Well, if it's merch, like I just buy. I like to buy merch of things that I I enjoy because you know if you don't make a lot of merch of it, then 
I, I don't have a lot. We to we learned our lesson it. with uh, Young Justice, right? Exactly. And gotta have merch. <laughs> gotta buy merch. Uh, but yeah. So uh, next to the Yule Lads, Yule Lads is a fine episode. It's nothing, fine. Nothing it's wrong fun. with it. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, I like that they had a uh, knockoff. Um, What's it? Krampus? Krampus. Yeah. Well, Knock off Krampus. Uh, that, that, I believe that's a, another, like... I think Or it's she, a different lore. I think she's a different lore. I think she is real, like the ogress or whatever that eats naughty children or something. But it is very Krampus-y in a, in yeah. a way. Uh, the Yule Lads, I know, are real. Like that's, Yeah, that's the Yule Lads are a thing. Because yeah, they each actually have real names well, to them. I say real. Well, <laughs> it's a, it's a the, real lore. It's a real a, myth. It's a real yeah. lore that exists. Whereas, so, because a lot yeah. of the show is based off of things, it's mm-hmm. either very similar to other things or it's completely made up. Right. And it's, yeah. Like, it looks real enough to be part of a, like, a yeah. religion. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I do love the bit where he's just like, Grown-ups can be naughty. Like, <laughs> no idea that was a thing. World of opportunities have <laughs> yeah. opened up to me. Yeah. I'm going to take full advantage of this. <laughs> yeah. And then I, kidnaps her mother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, starts kidnapping mothers. Oh, man. Uh, but I, I, I did like the the like the like uh, the idea that, like, you know, they they had to do it because the ogress, like, kind of, like, forced them to do it or whatever. Yeah. So, but, and uh, yeah. another, another, like, doing things for centuries and never thinkings for a second <laughs> i like the idea that all he, they eat are candles <laughs> and as soon as they take a sip of broth broth of all things yeah, right yeah. it's just like oh my gosh veggie broth baby i'm gonna drink this forever <laughs> gotta have a good veggie broth i mean uh but yeah Chekhov's food yeah right Chekhov's yeah. food that's true very true because uh, it ends up being this, the 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 resolution of the whole thing. I like the last scene where like she's like just, just drank all the broth and she's asleep. She's gonna, gonna take yeah. a nap in a cave, right? Yeah, good bit, good bit. But it's a Christmas episode. Oh yeah, uh, great moment with again another great moment with Hilda and her mom. She got to have a uh, present. Uh, David got the gift for uh, bought the gift for her. Which also, nice. the, yeah. the Christmas tree makes sense. Yeah, because it yeah. actually lights up. Right. Yeah. From yeah. the flowers, from the blooming. flowers blooming. Yeah. It's just like cool. it's not lights. It's cool. I like it. It's very cool. It was a a pleasant little Christmas episode. It was. It was. I don't think they really learned any Christmas lessons, though. No, not really. Don't be naughty. (laughs) Don't be naughty. Drink your broth. That Uh, Hilda does not learn. (laughs) Yeah, basically. (laughs) Uh, But yeah. um, Man, that skull is creepy. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Uh, Then we've got the Jorts incident. Oh, the Jorts. The Jorts incident. I love it. Those tide mice <laughs> cause so much trouble yep. for, and it's not even on purpose. It's nope. Just, it's just what's the, his name? It's the uh, Gil Jones. Old Gil, Gil Jones. Jones. Uh, the tide mice are around. Uh, they've been hiding around in Hilda's apartment for a while. Uh, they climb into her backpack uh, accidentally to get to eat some stuff, and then uh, <laughs> are they eating jorts? Uh, yeah, they were eating jorts. They're yeah. eating jorts. Uh, so they they they, they hide in the, her backpack, and then she kind of goes off to school. But since she runs into this. Jorts delivery guy yeah. wearing jorts, wearing jorts. Uh, which is great because again, jorts was foreshadowed in the first season. <laughs> then we had the giant jorts building at the beginning of this season. So now, of course, this is a jorts centric episode. Uh, but uh, the tide mice end up uh, uh, coming out of the backpack, and like uh, Gil feeds them uh, yeah. some jorts, and he's and just like, "Oh, this is good." So they get on top of Gil, and they start progressing Gil through success. Yeah, uh, because that's what the tide mice do. They they allow the success. To uh, you know, to to occur, 
but in there trading the soul of the main person so that so Hilda's starting to experience devouring a soul again <laughs> like, and so they have to find all these tide mice bring them about you know br- you know bring them all back to do the the, the ritual where you have to feed the bread because you forgot to feed the bread did you feed the bread <laughs> did you feed the bread well yes it, it can't be that it can't, i think so that can't be that specific it usually is <laughs> it, it usually is so uh yeah so it's just oh man uh but they, they, they have to go and it's a it's a fun adventure with kaiza so it is kaiza it comes is back and they and they have they have a good little ghostbuster moment a little ghostbuster moment and uh david kind of feels like he's getting a little crush on kaiza if you yeah it's cute that's not gonna work out great no for david it's, at it's, all. <laughs> it's very much the uh dipper and yes uh, uh wendy, yeah, wendy dip, it is dynamic. it totally is the different wendy relationship uh, but uh, man, he's such a dipper. <laughs> he, he is. He's a lot. He's a lot less smart, but he's very a dipper. Yeah, yeah. He's like, actually, yeah, because uh, Frida's kind of dipper too. Man, it's hard to say. Uh, it's dipper split into two characters. It is. It's, yeah, Frida and David are, are it's just. He was such a good right. character. You split him. You can two. split him in two split and still have two. good characters. You can probably split a third one if you need to. Probably. <laughs> like, uh, Hilda's Hilda's mate is 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 Mabel, right? Mm. Less 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 uh kooky but uh just adventurous i think so. yeah actually i would say like dipper's all three of them dipper is all three of them dipper's all three of them how did that happen? yeah he totally is he was split up into three characters yeah, they literally and, still made a great show. and split him into three and that's what they did <laughs> crazy uh oh, little dipper huh oh man uh but uh the jorts incident's a fun little episode it obviously is. and we got to see the tide mice again and we finally get to uh dechant the tide mice she yes. doesn't get to devour anyone's soul now which is great um, good little conclude i like i like yeah. that it was uh yeah. it was left open and right they and i will say this episode also has a foreshadowing to something that i think is absolutely coming on a bu- on one of the buses uh there was a bus that came up and there was an advertisement for i forget the woman's name but somebody's safari adventure or something tv oh. show and it was very clearly printed and you could see her face and i'm like that's going to come up in season three because that's how this show works. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, I, I'm totally with you on that. Like, it's like Which, it's, that's totally an icon that we could see Hilda yeah. idolizing. Right, exactly. Following. So, yeah, who goes on adventures with like magical creatures and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously. But it's like it was like somebody, something, something's magical safari or whatever. And she's like on the front cover with like a weird looking tiger looking creature. And I'm like, <laughs> that's going to be in season three, everybody. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, absolutely. I can't wait for it. Yeah, it'll be great. Uh, but I believe it was that episode, the Jorts episode, that had hmm. that. So, um, yeah. you know, there is a lot of uh, foreshadowing to uh, Twig's neglect. Too, oh yeah, because mm-hmm. he's very, very first episode. Yeah, uh, they when she sits down, when Hilda sits down for dinner, uh, 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 Twig like kind of pushes his bowl and like you know he kind of looks at it and then nobody pays attention to him. Oh like, gosh, nobody pays attention to his bowl being there. It's like oh. So yeah, he keeps getting a little bit neglected. It's so, it's here it's there, never so. easy when pets don't get fed. I know, right? Yeah, hmm. I, I fed mine earlier. So <laughs> you know, it's like, I fed mine earlier. But uh, yeah, uh, the replacement, Alfer's replacement. It was a cute episode. Great episode. I, I liked it. it. I absolutely loved it. And uh, it's a very it's a very yeah. real yeah. for the context of the elves. <laughs> well, I just love like like the 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 conflict at the beginning. When like and it's like I'm your replacement and he's just like and it's like and the, there's been a hold on any uh, on any uh, further paperwork was and it's like you mean I've been reached the end of the paper trail <laughs> it's like there's no other thing that he can do it's like I'm afraid so and it's like, so he just like you know it's like that's it like that's yeah, all he can do he, can, he can't file any more paperwork so there's no nothing there's else. no purpose for him yeah there, well he can't he can't 
fix what's going on. Also, I like leave, that so. uh, they his adventures have been so amazing. Yeah, they think he's just making emba- it up, embellishing yeah, like, completely. Yeah, he's making like, it there's, up. There's no way you've involved a dragon to <laughs> set fire to specific paperwork to prevent anything from occurring. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But which, <laughs> which, by, it, it, which is funny because, like, well, it's because they don't. I, they, they, they thought of this. I thought about it. Thought of a solution, but nope. The show thought of why that wasn't a solution. I was like, why can't Bartell just be your witness? But he's uh, he doesn't do paperwork. And you oh, that's file, right. You need Shoot. to file. You need to file paperwork. <laughs> they absolutely refuse. And to he's use not going paperwork. to file paperwork. <laughs> Bartell will not file paperwork. That's for sure. So it's like, <laughs> yes. uh, but it is good because you have this new guy, uh, Alfred, uh, who, who comes in, and or no, Alvin. Is it Alvin or Alfred? I can't remember what his name is, but uh, uh, I think it's Alvin, I think. But uh, uh, but yeah, he has a replacement come in because they think that he's embellishing or lying about his stuff. Yeah. So they need a reliable blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> they go through this little, like, maybe sneaky plan to happen to have uh, 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 one of the... one of The tribal... The tribal guys, like, take his place. Which... That doesn't work out at no, all. No. <laughs> like... Also, uh, <laughs> that w- they know who Alpha is. Alpha is. So right. why would that well, they, replacement? Well, they didn't work. Oh, they didn't. No, they, they didn't know did. who Alpha was. They never seen him before. So oh. the the council had never. At least that's what you got from Adeline. The uh, that's she, right. She'd always heard stories about him, never knew who he was. Blah blah. blah so which I love yeah. Adeline. Yeah, she's precious. And I Adeline is great. I want more of her. Yes. And I want some. I want some shipping with, uh, with yeah, her. No, it's... which it's not just shipping. It's actually the the. Correct. It's very clearly what they're building up for, but yes. Yes, which I love. So, yes, I want more Adeline. I want Adeline to come in. Because they even, like, set it up to her. It's just like, I'd like to, uh, you know, it's like basically go on a date, whatever the, the equivalent of a date. Would you like to have. fill out paperwork fill together? Fill out paperwork together is basically <laughs> write, double, dual write the report or whatever. Yes. So. But, yes, that was good. And you also got that first relationship between uh, Alpha and Greta. So, yeah. yeah, so that was good. So, Greta was great. Yeah, Greta's awesome. She's like, like, <laughs> insane, but amazing. <laughs> no, she's great. She's like, oh, they had to uh, talk about the, oh, uh, paperwork, and she loves filling out paperwork. It's yeah. like, oh, this seems to be an ultra. It's like, ah, I love Greta. She's great. Um, but yeah, the replacement was a lot of fun. And you had you had uh, his replacement end up giving like the eyewitness account, and like it was mm-hmm. it was nice. It was a lovely little episode. I, I, I love this cozy little episode. It was a good lull before the storm. Yes, exactly. The hour long finale, forty five minute, whatever. Uh, forty five minute long finale. I'm uh, like that was that was a long episode. Yeah, for right. Everything that happened. I know, right? Because I'm like I was like sitting there watching this episode. I'm like this has been long. And I checked the time. I was like it's been a half hour. We got a half hour left to go. Like, but uh, yeah. So they uh, they split uh, they they elongate this one to about double the size. I think it's twenty two minutes for every episode, which they really needed to. Yeah, it's forty four minutes for this one, so it's technically a two parter, but it's all that one. But they call this one part one, part two. Ooh. It's the next season because we leave on a cliffhanger. So go figure. Um, yeah, um, but uh, so Hilda uh, once again <laughs> is is get, gets into a fight with her mom. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, over something a little more. What I liked about this, it wasn't about her lying about anything. Yeah. Uh, it was just. Uh, it was basically Joanna feeling a little bit neglected about yeah. the situation, and because she was just trying to have a good moment having, with her, play right. games and eat pie. Exactly. And so she kind of like tried to constrict her a little bit hmm. in this situation, and that ended up into a fight, and then sends her to a room. Blah blah. blah. And then Hilda just decides like, ah, send me over, pop me over to. To Frida's real yep. quick, like she had the intention of coming right back, 
but still not doing the right thing. Nope, she's going behind her back going again. Going behind her back again, lying again. So uh, so she catches her like going through the nowhere space, grabs onto her, then Tanji tries to pull through, and they all... Uh, they both tumble into some other dimension. They think, you know, like something's some weird stone forest, yes. as as the title would suggest. Um, turns out, you know, and then they go through a, they go through a whole adventure themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tantu ends up she going to Frida and uh, uh, David. David the next day because yeah. they've been gone all night. Uh, you know, they they both or Hilda's been gone all night and they can't find uh, the mom either and doesn't know where they're at. So they go to safety safety patrol, <laughs> like because that's the the way to go that's about it. That's the smartest. Terrible decision. idea. Terrible idea. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we, we've got that. And um, so we got the two covert, you know, converging stories of them tr- looking for them and then Joanna and Hilda on their little adventure together trying to uh, deal with the fact that they're in the middle of a fight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, they're going to these things. Nothing, but, nothing like added conflict. Right, yeah. And what's crazy is like we get half, we get done with the episode, halfway through the episode, they get out of where they were at. Turns out this stone forest was actually in the middle. It was inside the mountain where yeah. the trolls live. All the trolls. So all the trolls were there, and you know, and that, and it, it, it was great because like you had this tension between the two of them, but then they sort of like start to rattle off the tension a little bit mm-hmm. because you know you have uh, you know like like oh like Hilda's thirsty, so they're like oh well we need to go around this way to get it you know to avoid the trolls or whatever and yeah. Hilda's like oh you really want to do this like well you're thirsty yeah we've we gotta, gotta, gotta get you we water. actually have to get water we have to get water so you know but then they end up running into i assume i assume they don't say forthwith but this is the troll in which uh came for the child that was in the school right yeah like it's gotta be oh right? absolutely yeah. like it's got that that's that, the kid that would make that, sense yeah because that was the kid he's a little bit older now but mm-hmm. like it's definitely the child the, the troll baby that they brought into the school in season one yeah. and this is that mom and like that's who this is like that's what it, that's what it i don't know if they explicitly made that clear but no but it, it seemed to be the case it'd be a good little illusion right to yeah that exactly because so. uh the, i mean obviously it would grow yeah. and grow up over the Right period of time it was gone. Exactly. Oh, and the goat, which they foreshadowed in episode one of this season. The goat. Yeah, the goat that uh, she has, like the, the the goat, the like big pack mule goat that she has, yeah. the, the the troll yeah. uh, has. Oh, that's right. They mentioned that in episode one. Well, stole my goat. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> episode one, they foreshadowed what? the goat being stolen. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. They they foreshadow everything in this show. They do a great job. Of great it. job of it. Uh, but yeah, so uh, but uh, so they have the goat, and then uh. It's a great moment where, like, basically the the tr- the the troll mom is like just trying to protect their kid, because yeah. like you know, like the kid's like, bah, 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 bah. oh, that, yeah, yeah, that <laughs> like, leads to one of my favorite moments right? of the whole series, so good. <laughs> where the troll is pissed, yeah. at Hilda and her mom trying to like screams at him, yeah, and roars, and, and Joanne just. Dead stares and stares it down, and so and it's so good no, because not like, even flinching, right? Because then because oh. then the troll kind of realizes like, oh, this is a mom. This is a mom. Like she even yeah. realizes it. Others like, oh, yep. that's that's mom. Because like she even like backs down, is like, all right, and just goes over to her kid. It's like, all right, got it. And then Joanne's like, just like, run. <laughs> We're getting out, <laughs> which is probably a good call like, from, from her perspective. But yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I thought that was really good because you 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 pretty much saw that the troll was like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing. Yeah, as he went in there, like kind of like backs down, is like mutual I get, respect. It's like I get respect, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it, it was good. And then of course there's the two headed troll that's like hunting him down through this yeah. whole episode. Because uh, that's what I like is like 
um, you know, they show the trolls and like they're not just these misunderstood creatures. Oh, they're all peaceful. No, no, no. no there's they're jerks. Angry. There's jerks. <laughs> the two they have antagonists just yeah. like everyone else. Right. It's like they're just like people. There's bad, you know, trolls. And there's this big two headed troll who's just giant. He's a bully and he's a mm-hmm. jerk and he steals stuff all the time. And, you know, like he's always pushing people around. He's a bully. You know, like, he's very um, bullish. Very bullish. Uh, but yeah, they even get out of the 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 underground yeah. by, by hitching a ride on hitching a ride on the on the the goat. Yeah, uh, and they're hidden, uh, and they get out, and like they're about, to, and then the big two headed troll like breaks out of fight, and it's like this is our chance to get out of here, and they leave. But Twig gets stuck on the thing. Yep, can't oh, leave Twig. Twig behind, which I thought was great because it called back to the Deer Fox episodes. Like mm-hmm. she ain't living. Like neither of these two are leaving without Twig. Like no. it's not even that. And I thought it was a great moment because like you have this part where like. She's holding back Hilda, and Hilda kind of has this like this idea that like the mom is going to abandon. It's like, no, yep. you stay here. Yeah, and it's like, yep. and it's like I'll and, go get Twig. And, like, and you I just have to. Stay. And she, like, they have this really good look on Hilda's face of like, oh my, like she's gonna like had no intent, like no inclination that her mom would do that. You know? Oh, absolutely. Then, but it's just like no, because, like, like that's kind of like, what you expect from me. Right? Parents. Exactly. It's it's like like I like I know you're like used to going off and going adventures, but like. This is my job. I'm your parent. Yes. You need to stay safe. I will go get Twig. And yes. it's like, and it says, wait here. And this is where this is where it all comes back around full circle. Is Which, the sh- throughout the whole episode, they do a great job of establishing like she, her mom is tough as a nail. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like yeah. the whole the whole like yeah. forest adventure they have shows right. that she's not exact. She's not as experienced with adventure but she knows mm-hmm. like what to do to stay safe yeah she knows how to go around such exactly a, a dangerous situation she knows not to drink the still water right yeah she knows mm-hmm. uh, like maybe we shouldn't jump over that little crevice mm-hmm. it's a little hot but it still could be dangerous right yeah exactly you don't know if something's gonna <laughs> it's a great little foreshadowing because it's like no we're not gonna jump over that we're gonna go over to where we're gonna find a crossing yeah. or where it's not as much and they start to go across the end <laughs> And Twig just Twig pops just right over, over. It. and Hilda's just like, "Come on!" <laughs> yeah, it's like, but yeah, you know, it's just like, yeah, it, it, it yeah, they, they do a good job of establishing like the the two different you know personality types that they yeah. have in it, and and it, 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 but but that that's a great spot because then Hilda is in Joanna's situation. She doesn't know there's something dangerous going on. Her yes. mom is involved and she can't do anything about it. So it's just, yeah, it's, it's all a the perfect, it is. like switch yeah. of positions. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just a little switcheroo, a little switcheroo, put her in her shoes. And then of course she has to go and, and, and get back into the, into the thing. So they're both back into the, in, and they don't know that they're both in there. Yes. They don't know. Which that makes both it in worse. There. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh. as things go on, uh, Frida, who has accidentally turned Albrecht into a bug, <laughs> Just Which great. is just amazing, honestly. <laughs> fair moments. It's at the end perfect. of the episode when they're in the car with Greta and like and like Hilda's just like is like, what's that in the jar? Oh, just a bug. Cool. Cool. <laughs> that's it. They don't elaborate. <laughs> they don't elaborate. It's just like nothing yeah, else cool. to say. Yeah. Uh, it's good stuff. <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh, but yeah, man, like it, it, it's a great episode, and, and obviously, like uh, Frida and Greta and David end up. Say, you know, finding them and saving them and everybody gets saved and it's a good time. And then the, the two-headed troll, I think he's still alive at the end of it, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he just gets turned into stone and he's, he's a boulder, he's bouldering after him, that's right, because <laughs> uh, he goes outside. Uh, but yeah, and but it, it, it's a great situation where you, you think we're going to end off in this, like, nice moment of, like, oh, 
realization of like, hey, this is, uh, you know, uh, we have a better understanding of who we are. And like, yeah. you know, it's like, and it's just like, look, I know you can handle yourself, but just don't lie to me about things. At least keep me in the loop about things. That's what, and so you have this, like this understanding and it's really good. And then on the other end, you kind of have like Alberg with a little more of a, I feel like he has like a little more of a sinister view of like things. Cause oh, absolutely. Because he just got turned into a bug. So like, I think Matt, he, he's starting he's, to. He's been literally belittled. He's been, he's been belittled. So like, he has a little bit of a sinister view now of like, like magic could be more dangerous than he even thinks. He did, mm-hmm. They don't completely foreshadow that, but I think that might be a direction they go in. Oh, absolutely. So that'd be a great step for his character. Yeah. Like yeah, it's, yeah. he hasn't, he hasn't really done much to like change yeah. throughout right. the season. Now but that's, he, he doesn't remember being a bug, but at least they don't seem to think that he does. No. He kind of like popped in, but th- 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 there's this idea. And also Greta shuts the door on him, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't uh, yeah. She, Greta's kind of like done with him too. So, uh, he, he's setting up to be a good antagonist as, as we move along. But that's not where this show ends. No. <laughs> because this is part one of this, of the, of this, uh, of this adventure. Because when they finally make it home, yep. Hilda goes, just, it's been a long day. Long Everyone's day. Everyone's going to sleep. Go to sleep, go to bed, wake up. The, well, that's the other thing is like, while they were in there, they actually do meet up with the, the troll mom. Yeah. And she like gives them she, a place to bed down for a little bit. And then gives them a place to sleep. Gives them a place to sleep. Uh, there's a fire that's not hot that she created with her own hands. Mysterious but, fire. But they even show like, oh, there's like these two little troll toys. These troll toys are made out of rocks. And like, one's the troll kid and one has like blue hair. Yeah. Like blue fair. And it's like, oh, it's a little Hilda or whatever. And then... Uh-huh. Hilda as, becomes friends with the little troll boy. Yeah, exactly. And as they go to sleep, uh, you flash back to that little thing, and then she switches the heads on the little troll dolls, and then Hilda wakes up, or Joanna goes into the room, and the troll baby is there. Not Hilda. Not Hilda. And then we go over to the other one, and Hilda is a troll in the in the room, and it's oh, like, I love it. oh man, I I don't know, and I love I love. Uh, Joanne's delivery oh, yeah. of that last line that she has. Yeah. It's just pure horror and pure like oh, yeah. inquisiting. It's like, yeah. where is my daughter? Where's my daughter? It's a, it's oh. a very ja- it's a very Jack Bauer. <laughs> it is. It is very it's Jack like, Bauer. But uh yeah, and so you have like Hilda who's now a troll kid in the troll in the troll verse or whatever. So I think maybe she'll be able to talk to the trolls in Ooh, this that'd situation. Be fun. I, I really so. hope so. Because we're going to have to have an understanding as to why this troll did this. And I yeah. think this troll is going to have like a... Because like there's something building up with the trolls. Something's mm-hmm. happening. You know, like they're getting bolder. They're getting closer to things. Like, you know, like, like things are starting... We're getting more interactions between people and trolls than there ever was before. Yeah. And I think that's part of what this troll's plan is, is like we need to understand each other in some mm-hmm. way. There needs to be, I think, for the next season, because we haven't really had it, there needs to be a call to action f- and a chosen one moment for this show. Yes. Uh, not at Harry Potter, like, you were born for this, blah, 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 no, kind no, of no. thing. But through your action, there needs to be... Because, again, like we can't have Hilda be stifled by the idea that I can't make my mom worry, and then I can't go on these adventures, because then yeah. we don't have episodes. So there has to be an understanding between her and her mom that there is something that needs to be happening next season. Yes. There has to be a call to action as to why Hilda is going to be going on these adventures. And I think that's what we're getting to with this. There's going to mm-hmm. be some sort of call to action uh, to fix something that's going on. Yes. And, and, and But whatever that may be. Whatever is... that may be, I have no idea. But that's yeah. my theory about like what's happening. Something's going on and Hilda's the one that this... 
troll witch has chosen to like, hey, you need to understand this because you're the only one that actually listens to us. And yes. it's like, because I would say, I would even foreshadow this the same troll that she hung the bell on the nose of. Ooh, like, because it, it's all the same looking one. Because some of them kind of look the same, but yeah. but like I think it's probably that one and they, it's the mom. They also did a good the... for this season. They did a really good job of establishing the different shapes that trolls have. Exactly. Yeah. So the fact that that one is looks reoccurring, mm-hmm. yeah, it's important. Yeah. It's important. I feel like I feel like that's an important thing. So you know what they did ha- they didn't have throughout this whole season. What's that, that was really established in the first one. What's that? There weren't any bugs on David. Yeah, you're right. There was only one. And it was, was Allberg. It was Allberg. That was, was it. Like, because they were like, what's that in your hand? Oh, it's just a bug. It's a bug. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah, but yeah. It's like, uh, no, that's what it was. It was uh, when he got turned into a bug. It was like, David, there's a bug on you. I think that's Allberg. <laughs> that's the only time they did the bug joke was that. So yep. there we go. Yeah, you're right. So again, foreshadowing today, I guess. Hmm. So it was a good time. I liked it. It's a great show. Great show. Great season. Can't wait for another season. Oh, Hopefully yes. they're already working on season three. I yes. need to check Luke Pearson's Twitter to see if that's happening. I hope they didn't like shut down production to go do more because like, uh, or, or, I hope they just like kept the production going because this definitely needs a season three. It's getting a season three. I know that because um, they ordered two seasons last time. Um, so um, hopefully they're just producing this next season along with it because i need this show to keep going uh i need at least five seasons of this show at the six very seasons least in a movie. six seasons in a movie all right yeah that's uh, i like your i like your bargaining <laughs> oh, yeah, i like your bargaining chip there oh man but uh six seasons in a movie down for that yes need more of that yes please. absolutely so yeah uh so pretty but that's gonna do it for this episode i think next season again we'll probably get some uh I get some more of the bell keep the bell keeper. I hope so. He seemed like a good little he did, introduction. Did. You know, maybe maybe he helps uh, Joanna try and find Hilda. Ooh, yeah, there we go. There I we forgot go. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we can start shipping them together. But anyway, that's gonna do with this episode, James. Thank you for joining me, Jay. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to have you on. This has been the Animation Destination Podcast. You can check us out at destinationcomics.com/dnn, animationdestination.com, as well as on Facebook at Animation Destination, and on Twitter, Animation Pod. We'll be back next week, guys. See you then. Stay tuned.